0: Welcome Welcome to to Blabbering. Blabbering. A week-by-week glimpse into a couple stumbling through life with a newborn.
1: I'm Tilly.
0: And I'm Dan.
1: Each week over dinner... You'll
0: learn Tilly is quite the feeder.
1: We'll discuss the realities of raising our baby, talking through the highs, lows and honest confessions of this thing called parenting.
0: Parenting won't be easy, but let's at least laugh about it. This This is is Blabbering. Blabbering. Welcome to this week of Blabbering. What week are we on? Five. Yeah, week number five. (laughs) The question was five. Yeah, how old's her daughter? She's five weeks, yeah. So, what do we have for food this week?
1: Today, at the request of you, we've got noodlies. We've got crispy pork noodles. i think been a sexier name for no, I mean, yeah. Not too saucy, don't want them too saucy. We want a little chummy. That's what I went for. And then we've got nutty candle pudding.
0: Mm-mm. And what were you to get um, out of?
1: Tupperwares, because we're classy and they've it's time to plate. annoying you, so now... This is what we have. We've got plastic Tupperware, but metal cutlery. Because you yeah. did not want the children cutlery, because it's too small and you can put nothing in your mouth.
0: See, what I really want is just normal plates, but normal size plastic cutlery.
1: Well, we could buy it. I do have some somewhere, from the you can hand peel still. See, smaller mouthfuls, you really should. Smaller mouthfuls. Small yeah, and one day, Dan will teach you his technique of feeling oh. the food in his mouth. <laughs> or his uh, gulleting.
0: Yeah, I managed to eat like a gull so that I can consume a lot of food at once. Got a small mouth, but Big uh, and an ambitious appetite, <laughs> desire to get food in my mouth.
1: <laughs> so this week, you're back at work?
0: And the tongue tile.
1: And the tongue tie. So last Big week. week. Yeah, yeah, last
0: week, both those things were kind of... The well, me-
1: well, we weren't sure we were going to do it, were we? Because exactly. we were told not to go for the tongue tie. Well, not, like, yeah. it wasn't necessary. So, after our appointment last week, we said she said that we didn't really need to go for the tongue tie operation because actually it wasn't going to improve it that much. We decided we'd go for all these other methods of trying to like increase milk supply and different ways of feeding her. She did do, but she was still a bit fussy and still need, needing quite a lot of formula to like yeah. fill her up enough. And so I decided actually let's just go for the tongue tie procedure because she was still struggling to feed unless the boob was completely full. And once it sort of like had the initial letdown, she then start to struggle. And so yeah. it was like, so it still was topper up quite a lot of formula. And I, there's nothing wrong with formula. I want to try and do as much as possible from the boob. Yeah. And so it was on when? No, Thursday we went in. Yeah. Yeah. And she had done. Um, and it was just, it was very quick, but it was horrible. I reason a that noise that she was making. I was just screaming there, the fingers in the mouth, but it sounded so like panicked from crying. I was just like, oh. But it was so quick. So speedy. I mean, I was feeling that upset for like a very
0: small period of time. Well, like the amount of time that she was actually at risk of something going wrong was low, but the amount of time that she was screaming was quite high, because they, they have to like force them out them to have a look around. And so at that point, she's obviously feeling pretty invaded. Gripping her head and opening yeah. her mouth. Um, With her
1: squeezing other's hands,
0: and and they they agreed on how they were going to do it and everything like that. And then literally, she just takes the scissors out of the sanitary pack, the peels that, looks at the the nurse holding the baby, agrees that they're ready to go. Just says a straight yeah, I didn't want clip, pulls out, done. It was literally like. Mm-hmm less than a sec probably a second of actual yeah
1: and then we went straight in this door and pushed her on the boob that's because that stops bleeding yeah so we went straight through to the other room and then there's a midwife there to help you with the the feeding they support you need so she helps you on the boob she feeds for a little bit and then take her off to check that she has stopped bleeding and then you continue doing a feed
0: the big thing that all the midwives seem to be pushing that we haven't well given that they repeat it we must not be doing is that chin to
1: I do need chin to it.
0: Okay, I'm just saying that every time we go to One Well, it, no, that's it, because that's opinion. the important bit. So
1: I always have her, tuck her in so she's, like... that's why I pull her in so tight, because when you pull in her bum, it pulls the chin in.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I always tuck her, her bum and her legs in. She's just so bloody long, I sort of wrap around my body.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, tuck her in, that sort of brings her in. Yeah, so... She does do it, though. It's just important as well. They say it often. They say, yeah, chin That's like She's already doing it. Not
0: because... Well, I know originally you were. I used to try and push her onto you a bit more to feed, and you were like, no, no, you need to give her a space. You've got to kind of like. Well, you shouldn't,
1: you're not meant to push her head because she's meant no, to. You're not meant
0: to push her head, but you're meant to push her neck so that her chin is on well, the more, breast. Well, it's more you push here, which is like her shoulders. So don't push Fine. her neck. The shoulders so that her chin is on the breast, and mm. then like, what is it? Nose yeah. to nipple. Yeah. And then she'll lift her head yeah, although she doesn't. to find the nipple and then start sucking. But that way, everything's like aligned and close. Yeah, is is what she does too. Well, as you used to do the Guantitamo Bay treatment, the booby boarding, whereby okay. you'd hold her out and wait till she has a pig mouth and then you just thrust her on yeah. your chest, just body slam nipple in way. into the face.
1: So, this is what you got to do.
0: <laughs> and then she'd be like, I oh, it's paid for the fucking <laughs>
1: I wonder if I did that. probably when she did small suction, she, she does it open mouth. It wasn't painful, uh, and she's at. Then she's like doing a really sh- shallow suck. She's basically like sucking on like the tip of my nipple, uh, so really tightly.
0: WWE treatment is which is why my is a nipple ends
1: up getting pinched. Nothing's sort of okay. pointy. So yeah,
0: maybe you can teach the midwife cinemas. Sem- cinemas? seminars. Me. Yeah, the WWE. Yeah, I, treatment.
1: I obviously know enough.
0: Well, I'm just saying they didn't. They didn't tell us about that method.
1: I think it's probably an official method. and they did. They, they did often shove her head on as they start doing it because they were shoving yeah. her head on. Because yeah. they did sort of and they sort of go right and they sort of just shove her head on to her move
0: and I'm like, oh, all right, face to tits. Uh,
1: but it seems like since then she is feeding better. Yeah. Which is good. Like, we've not had to do anywhere near as much formula in the past couple of days. Yeah. It's just been when you've had her at night.
0: Yeah, formula at night time.
1: They just had to open maybe oh. one or two bowls. So, we, your first week back to work, how'd you find it?
0: So, I guess, it was... What's that stupid fucking anagram for fear? For fear? Future expectations appearing real or something. For like, why why people get stressed or worried about stuff? I don't know, either, they? Oh, so it's better than that, but my mind. Anyhow, Shit chat. <laughs>
1: Sassy today, when you get tired, you kind a sassy little missy.
0: I definitely had some of that going on on Sunday, like I thought it was going to be real bad, or bleak. Well, not like bad, as in like, my colleagues would be bad and that sort of stuff. I just, it's one of those things that you're like, it's just going to be such slog. it's going to take so long, everything's going to be so tired. Everything's going to be so arduous, and I'm going to have lots to do when I get back. Now, the first two things were correct but there wasn't loads to do, but I'm very fortunate in that my team would be very kind and eased used to be in. So it was largely a day kind of having coffees catching up and just clearing down an inbox, which is which is quite nice.
1: So the inbox is always a you come back from being t- having time off.
0: Yeah, I had to get it down from like 3.50 down to like 30. There was that many pointless emails of just internal nonsense. So yeah, that was, so went in on that Monday, and that that was quite hard as well because we that was that was we recorded the last episode on the Sunday, mm. and so it was that night. So I went to sleep what ten till two, and then got up at two, and then I was awake the whole time online from mm. two through till I was going to work, and then that evening we decided to switch it. Round to try a different sleep pattern. And so then I was awake till 11. So I had 21 hours of being awake, including commute and work. And I kept falling asleep on the way in on the train. And I was pretty, pretty praying that I'd uh, miss my stock.
1: What do you do with lance there?
0: Was that different for training? There are chi- There are three different things. There's, there's what I say I will do, what I want to do, and what I actually do. Yeah. That's like the, the iceberg in terms of if I could want to do all the things that I say, I'd be doing pretty well. But if I could do all the things that I want to do, I'd be so successful.
1: I didn't realise it was difficult to an alarm along the train.
0: No, I just forgot.
1: Oh, okay, I'm fair. I'm fair enough.
0: It's not that was hard; it's just that forgot. I forgot.
1: I'm going to something like that's what I'm working towards. I'm, I'm working like, towards that <laughs> lofty that's goal, that's setting a an alarm line, And then you've been working. How have you been found working from home? I think that's
0: almost a bit harder really, because when you're not hot, well, it goes back to that kind of thing of when you don't have much on, you feel a bit guilty, but it's been, again, all with kind of the team easing me into it, there's just been easy admin stuff, so that's been quite good because it hasn't, you know, I haven't had to kind of lock myself away and be like, go away, I can't help you and you and Moonbeam have been able to
1: Yeah, they'll finish and give us flat
0: a little bit. Exactly. Um, So uh, it's been all right in that regard. It's been a bit weird because, you know, it's it's weird being so tired and trying to work while being at home. Like, I've always been somebody that guards working at home. as like proper work in terms of making sure that I get up in good time. Get showered, get changed, do all these sorts of things to try and give myself a bit of a positive mindset on work like try and detach it from normal kind of yeah. stuff. And it's very hard, to, you know, it's a lot harder to do that.
1: I also think we tried to have like sort of things we wanted both wanted to get done before sort of our day started, didn't we? And we got it sort of some days we got stuff done, some days we didn't, I think we used to try. And...
0: I never got no mind done.
1: No. So maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe that needs to.
0: Yeah.
1: Now help you get into the mindset. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, when you're into the office, it's easy to get the mindset because you're in.
0: And then also went in on Thursday, which is good. Both days pretty good.
1: You had like, you had a social Thursday, didn't you?
0: Yeah. So, just naughty stayed out till what we're left? I think at about five past eight. And right back Got... till what ten? I
1: know. Crazy. Somebody did
0: actually comment. The partner actually coming to me was like, oh, I can't believe you managed to get a hall pass for this one. As I left at eight, I was like it's not exactly being an absolute wild one.
1: But I'm a such chill partner.
0: Also, back when he had his kids, he probably had to be in the office five days a week. With my trade-off is I'm only in two days a week.
1: I think it was all right first week. I thought I'd find it... harder. But it was all right. I definitely need to make sure I'm out and about and like doing stuff more because on those days where I do that, she's much better. I think she likes to be out and doing things, and well, she doesn't like it, but she's she's better.
0: Yeah, have a look around on the calendar because like the cinema near us has a baby day. Yeah, and even, and, going for, Tuesday, yeah so. and even just go for Tuesdays. Yeah,
1: even for like walks and stuff as well. Just like yeah. get some good podcasts. Listen to us. Listen to yourself. Yeah. Meet yeah, out with people. Not
0: sure who. Make some friends.
1: Make <laughs> some friends. Maybe I'll go on that, that peanut up. I keep doing it every anything.
0: Mm. you got Tinder for mums?
1: Oh, sure. For dad will well learn, or, or just mums.
0: Or oh, I feel like dads will now be looking for mums. <laughs> I bet you they don't allow, like, men looking. Men trying <laughs> to find new mum friends. It'll be, like, dad finding dad friends. What if there's, like, a, there's a little gay corner of it? of people who really fancy new dads yeah. who are just on there pretending to have a baby and want to hunt out
1: hunky daddies. Other... Yeah. I mean, you're assuming it's not lesbians on them. I mean...
0: It might be. Just there's, I t- there's not many women that straight after childbirth like that's... Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, true. I was shopping beans about to leave me. Attractive. But I'm also like I think that's absolutely a great idea, but also I don't want to be friends with someone just because they're a mum.
0: Yeah, it feels like a real low level of filter, doesn't it? It's just a biological element. Yeah. Like, I'm not just friends with someone because they're tall. You know, I'm also tall. I'm not like, oh, you're that, also sick. That, that, that was
1: why people wanted me to date you, know, because they're both tall. People like, should <laughs> date dad, he's tall. I was like, oh, yeah,
0: brilliant. they yeah. really
1: annoyingly, it did work out.
0: Annoyingly. <laughs> well, here we are. Sorry, it's annoying that me and your mum worked out. Yeah, because we're tall. Only reason. Yeah. yeah, I get what you mean. It's it like, it's like It means that there's such a wide amount of people to then sort through again at the next level, if that makes sense. Like, there are so many people who are mums.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people are boring. Yeah. You know. Like, I meet people myself often I'm like, you're nice, you're a nice person,
0: but I guess you're gonna have bios and stuff, so you can just be very aggressive if you swipe him.
1: Yeah,
0: unless it's like addicted to cooking, you can just be like, No, I don't
1: like, but I have friends who love cooking, my friends aren't cooks, so I look for a person.
0: Well, you know. so here's an interesting one for you. Okay. We're just taking a huge mouthful after saying that. So, you know, I was talking about the Chess prodigy girls. Yeah. So there's this guy called Laszlo Polgar, who was very good at chess. Loved loved chess. It was and he wanted to create. He, he believed that he could raise geniuses because he believed that genius wasn't nature; it was nurtured. They were bred. They were made. And he had three daughters. Now, at the time, I don't think there were any female chess grandmasters
1: yeah
0: that was yeah and he raised all three it was all three of his daughters became i don't know if they all became chess grandmasters or they but they were all like they were basically number 1 number 2 number 3 in the world for women right. and well, i think that's what it was. they they incredibly high performing to to genius level and many of them beat men at a time when chess was proliferated by men and anyway, so was, I've been reading a little bit on his little book on raising geniuses. Now, most people believe that it's just going to kind of be this extremely regimented, kind of like if you've seen the film King Richard, uh, whereby he just like drill, boot camps, drill, drill, drill. boot camps his daughters through it. But actually, he talks about it and he's like, you, the amount of practicing and the amount of effort that goes in, it cannot be something that they don't enjoy. You, it has to be. Something that they enjoy. So the interesting thing then is he also says that it has to be something that one of the parents is obsessed with. So there's not really that many things that I would say are, I guess, career fields or lifetime fields that I'm obsessed with. However, you're obsessed with food. So Little Moonbeam could be a food genius. No. No. Maybe the food
1: genius. Or a eater.
0: Now that, I'm obsessed with.
1: Yeah, so, one of them. No, she'll be like... No, she just have an amazing palate.
0: Maybe, but it does make me think, like, can I make myself obsessed with it? If I do what mm-hmm. I want to be, but then it kind of... It's, it seems like you have making it too forced. Yeah, it's really contrived, then, isn't it? And it's also kind of... You're going to have to try and practice this with your daughter for, like, 15, 16 years minimum and if it's not something that you do know that you are you know it should definitely be something that you're obsessed about before so you can just double down on your obsession of unfortunately the pokemon trading card game doesn't count it what? the one <laughs> i did used to work with somebody who used to go around the world representing south africa in the pokemon trading cup
1: game.
0: that's it yeah yeah there's world tournaments Fuck off! Yeah, and you love countries and stuff. Are a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gave off those vibes, but
1: yeah, I'm not surprised.
0: Hours later, after explaining all the intricacies of Pokemon,
1: but why? If there's a few exists to the card, you can use that, Why are they illegal?
0: Because over time, they've recognised that the way those cards interact with other cards is either too powerful. Or does things that shouldn't, and therefore.
1: I like there's like a controlling league that's like, no. You know, chalky walky, flabby
0: pond. <laughs> mm? So, yeah, I'd have to amass okay. quite a lot of cards. Okay. I reckon the world champs probably have a thousand odd cards or so shuffling shuffle in now. So, back to what we were saying, I don't think the obsession probably could, shouldn't be Pokemon cards. I want also.
1: I don't, to, I
0: don't want to raise a daughter who's obsessed No, I
1: don't to. want to raise a daughter who's in... I don't want to raise any child, if she's a son or a daughter, it doesn't matter. I don't want to raise a kid who's just with Pokemon cards.
0: No, but I think there's those sorts of nerdy circles that suit boys a bit better than... Because otherwise... Because at the first, there's just too many boys. And so you end up with these like girls in the geek group who have all the boys kind of chasing for their attention. Yeah. And then...
1: I remember those girls.
0: And they're they're in it because they love their attention, but at the same time, it's like this is a really weird experience for you growing up. This isn't how any like any of the rest of your life is going to be. Unless you just keep to these like not fully matured circles.
1: In a, in a selfish way, I'd like my kids to have friends that I like and get on with. difficult the if they're all a Pokemon-y, like shut ins, ever like.
0: Well, I think you want your kids to. Well, you want your kids' friends to. Help them kind of take appropriate risks and grow. No, that's you know.
1: what I want, yes. Selfishly, but part of me, I want some separate friends that I like. Yeah, I
0: know, but I'm saying that those are the sort of people that you're attracted to. And now yeah. I'm sorry, all my Pokemon friends, let's be honest, sitting in a basement playing a that's card game. A lot of these I've been to a few of the card clubs and been like, maybe I'll come down on Sundays and play. And you walk in, and it is a basement, and it's it's full of
1: Does it smell like salt vinegar Does it's what, like soft player is always smell like salt vinegar and that's what i imagine their basement smells like
0: no but it's all it's always a basement it's always like those incredibly intense white lights the walls are white and there's and it's just people there and it, i'm you know people I'm, I'm glad they've got a fine blokes i'm glad that they've got a little community but i do think to myself i, I hope you outgrow this community within the next year because otherwise you're just going to kind of spend your life doing stuff that's not really... I wouldn't say it's that enriching, as it were.
1: Well, it's very insular as well, isn't it? Yeah. You're not really participating in the real world. No. It's like people spend too too long on video games. Like a bit of video games are fine, isn't it? Whatever. People who spend too much time not being in the real world.
0: Well, almost too much time in anything. There's very few things that have enough... Broad range inputs that you could say.
1: Yeah, but I guess if you're doing like, if you're doing a sport that you met lots of different people all the time in. Then yeah. For me, i like that's that's enough of a involvement in the real world with other people
0: and. So cooking in is Moonbeam. You're not allowed to be a Pokemon training coach. Well,
1: make friends, video. Well, really. everyone likes eating.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, turn up with food, and everyone's gonna bully you, but love you.
1: I never got bullied. <laughs>
0: Did you turn up to school with food? To school?
1: Sometimes. My friends. First, trying out a new recipe. But I'd also host dinner parties when I was like 13.
0: (laughs) It's all right, Pokemon people, you're back. It's all right. You, you, You don't seem that bad no more. Here's my 13 year old going on 40 year old over here.
1: Hey, I was friends with the cool peeps.
0: They're just using you to
1: get to cool your food. Single peeps eat too. Mm-hmm. Well, I say I'm just, I'm just such a lovely person. I used to have my, like, what's it called, Valentine's or whatever it is, the, your friendship Valentine's. I used to do a dinner party for that each year, but all a single peeps over. Also, I single every year. I'm single every year. Since I was with you, <laughs> and we'd have a nice big, big, big old dinner. I'd always bring food to a house party. I think it's rude to go anywhere without anything. Who <laughs> always appreciates it. You have to a house party, no one expects you to bring them a gift.
0: I completely agree. And also, people are always hungry at a house party because they've been drinking. But it's just I wouldn't necessarily feel the correct degree of appreciation if I would rocked up at some of the house parties that I went to. With some food that I'd made and just watch drink people drunk people obliterate it.
1: You don't, so someone's waiting for them to have the next day. So you just go to them and you put it in their fridge or something. Uh-huh. Or it's like a box of biscuits and you just put it in the cupboard for them, you know. It's not necessarily something you're giving to the party. They're giving it to the host. Yeah. Although one time I was I did get upset, I told you the other day when I made my friend this beautiful cake for her birthday. It's her birthday party. And I was like, I'll make you a birthday cake and I spent ages. It was, like, this rich chocolate cake. I did, like, an orange mascarpone buttercream. I made my own chocolate marzipan. Ah, oh, it was stunning. It had six layers. Beautiful cake. Brought it over. Obviously, I a bit late, because the cake took me
0: fucking ages. Oh, and you don't like being late, either, so... Nah,
1: to a house party, I was right because it's not like a set time. You don't want to arrive at the start, cause it's always awkward, isn't it? Some party with the shit. Um, anyway, I arrived. Everyone was quite drunk. I gave It was my friend Katie give her the cake she was really happy with it we did all that we did the, the candles lovely juffney you know she was very appreciative she was very appreciative but then greg sweet fucking greg came in and decided it be great just to punch my cake
0: yeah there's always gonna be someone like that that's, the other I if that's
1: what you would have been i i think here's what you would have been I, I tell a story now i'm like i could see you doing that when you were younger
0: yeah, yeah. potentially and you I wouldn't have realized have you know.
1: wouldn't, wouldn't realize how much of a dick move it was
0: if I knew the person whose birthday it was well enough, yeah. Yeah, that could have be been me. Yeah. I... My friends never had loose enough parents to know the person hosting that well, do you know what I mean? The people so that I like like your, your
1: boys never hosted parties? No.
0: No. No? Like, you know, think about... My mum you know, I mean, Well, obviously your mum wasn't going to. No. <laughs> hey, mum. <man. laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, like... I do. No Linda's not. Linda's pretty strict. Lisa.
1: I okay, think what, what what you said about Lisa. I could imagine she'd be apparently like host it, but like stay there maybe.
0: Yeah, but I don't think Will would want to deal with Lisa requiring him to clean everything up. I think it'd be like you can. I'm here, and Will would be very embarrassed by that in the first place. And then I'm going to hold the house to a standard that you've got to upkeep.
1: I mean, that was a downside to whenever you host a party. If cleaning up the next day is fucking grim. Because when you're a teenager, you're, you're a grot bag, aren't you? You're horrible. Yeah. At a house party, you don't give a shit. And it gets so gross. And like me and Jess were trying to have, like, secret house parties when mum and pops were away. They always knew we'd had one, but they always pretended they didn't realise, which is very kind of them, to let us feel like we had rebelled. Even though they knew we'd had a party. And yeah, cleaning up half those parties was... Uh...
0: Yeah, Uh that's Duncan. Yeah, Duncan had one. Duncan had a few. Duncan had a few at his mum's. Nice. Yeah, sausage fest. Real sausage. Fest. Yeah. <laughs> that was also the party that someone was sat on the toilet with a bowl, shitting and vomiting at the same time. <laughs> As you can tell, full of girls at this party. But <laughs> if they were, you're were all getting laid. <laughs> 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 just <laughs> me down in 400ml of vodka for then chunder, and then someone having to come in and poo and chunder at the same time. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff.
1: My parties were a lot more mixed, from honest.
0: Not to say I didn't go to mixed parties, but a been one of my friends' house, so I feel like you didn't go. I feel like you just went to the
1: sausage fest parties. My parents would always ask me every time I was going to a party, they'd be like, well, oh, there'll be boys there. I was like, I don't go to a nunnery. Of course, there's going to be boys there why would i just go to a single sex like girls party
0: you're not just having pillow fights so, i did and i would always be the person who would end up staying over and because i always wake up early i would be the person who'd like clean up i the the mixed parties that i went to i ended up making pancakes because i'd always wake up at like six in the morning
1: oh, right. oh you never made me pancakes <clears throat>
0: You haven't hosted me a party. No, you have hosted me a I've hosted you it's quite a
1: few parties, actually. Thanks for much. pancakes. No. No, over that.
0: Fuck me. That's tragic, eh? Almost I've
1: made nine, you other things. Almost nine, yeah.
0: I've made you other things. Better things than pancakes. Just
1: that.
0: Anyway, and nice. also, I don't I think the host really, the really liked it, because she'd come down and I'd have just used everything in her kitchen to make these pancakes. So I'd have got rid of, like, the first layer of mess, like the cans, the bottles, the easy shit, and they would all be kind of in the corner to go out, and then there'd be loads of washing up to do because I'd been mixing Oh, yeah, if you're making and... food
1: sometimes, you've got to do the cleaning up as well.
0: Nah. nah I'm making... Ev- I've cleaned up everyone's base level of mess. Then I've made them fucking food. They clean up after me. But it would also mean that...
1: I know how messy are when you cook.
0: But it would also mean that I would get to experiment with other people's ingredients, which I quite liked. So I think I had a violetta pancake well, that's <laughs> fair. Cause everyone else was still sleeping. I was like, "Well, fuck, these pancakes going stale." Let's have a look at what we got going around. <laughs> so I cut up some viennetta and put
1: the oh, viennetta, viennetta, like a mint viennetta as well. Like. Yeah,
0: yeah, mint viennetta in the pancake, still warm. Mm-hmm. The, the, the plain viennetta.
1: was that? yeah. The strawberry, I did not like.
0: I think I did that two or three times. Other times I just sleep in my car and then go home in the morning. I lived quite far away, like a
1: <laughs> Yeah, we just we always had to just so i would stay over. But... Either at parties at the at the party house, all like friends who live near. Generally, just friends who live near because you don't really want to sit at the house party house. No. You want you want to get mostly dust the cleaning generally yeah. if you're not if you're at the party.
0: I never really minded doing that first level of mess. I didn't want to do like the proper cleaning. I think it's one of those things. It's the easy win job because if you
1: do it, it was like so grateful exactly. but you're like. I'm gonna do it
0: stuff. Exactly. Hmm. People think it's such a big deal because they've just woken up and they feel like shit, you your morning people. And by the time we wake up, it's like, let's just fucking get on with this. And it's like you say, it's not cleaning up sick. It's not, you know, scrubbing the walls for whatever's been spilt. It's it's literally just grab a few bin bags, hurricane through that house, put them in the corner, mm. fuck off. And that, and everyone's like, oh, wow, I'm so grateful. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cheers. But I, So that would be my recommended.
1: Actually, I used to just go straight to work a lot of the time. I what I remember doing. I would take the early shift at work. And I would just get a taxi to work. And just arrive at work, still drunk.
0: Anyway, so, and that probably, probably a good amount of chat on this thing. Let's get back to the, what,
1: the actual baby chat.
0: Yeah, the actual baby chat. <laughs> so that was, I first looked that down. But what I've okay. got to ask is, what is it that means that you haven't shared our podcast yet?
1: Forgetfulness.
0: What are the reservations? I don't believe you.
1: no reservations? I don't believe
0: you. I ask, I ask you every day.
1: Yeah, but you, I think you've realised how scatty my brain is right now. I don't remember anything. Of course, some things I'm meant to have done, I haven't done them. I mean, this is one of many things. Just grow it in a growing list. Oh shit, I've not done Oh uh, yeah. No reservations. Not listen to it, it's nothing to it. It be reserved about because I've do I know what it is like, I'm not listened to
0: it. No, I don't. but I mean it's in like you just haven't told anybody yet. Never mind.
1: Why do you think there's ever a conspiracy behind this? Because I just feel
0: like there must be some, there must be some unconscious bias there, I and mean, the sort of deep lurking thought that means that you don't do it. Because if I'd asked you like, if I asked you three times and you say, "Yeah, I'm going to do it," must be a reason why you don't end up doing it. Because I've sent you kind of like stuff to share and stuff like
1: that. So, no, the thing is, I'm literally just keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no motivation, it.
0: I said it, I said it right, I said it right now. No, don't do that because I meant to be concentrating on making the next episode.
1: Well, I will forget then.
0: Okay. I'll remind you straight after the That's end close. of this episode.
1: You will. There isn't some wide conspiracy. There is. It's just,
0: it's just... You want to humiliate me? It's just... Have me share it all.
1: It's just baby brain. You've got to be understanding.
0: I am, but if I ask you like three or four times and you don't do it, I'm going to think that there's a reason beyond just being tired. That's right now, but
1: at the moment, no. Well, it is beyond tiredness. It's that all weird hormones and lots of mixture of things that makes my brain mush. If I was back to work right now, I think I'd be...
0: So also, at where I work, we had a um, Global Values Week, (laughs) which I missed because I was away on paternity leave. And it transpired that one of the people interviewed Jacinda Ardern, the former New Zealand Prime Minister. And I didn't realize the full extent of it, but she gave birth during her term. And it wasn't like she kind of took that long off or did anything like that. I'd seen news of it, but I haven't really fully processed it. But so she was pregnant during her term, she was with newborn, all that sort of stuff. Now, I'm sorry, love, but you weren't high functioning, let's say, towards the yeah. end. You were pretty pretty checked out on your work in those last sort of that last month.
1: No, was the loads of work?
0: No, you did loads of work. But you were struggling to be passionate about it, I guess. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I
0: feel like if you've got to try and run a country through the end of COVID, that would be rough. Like, yeah, you did work, more work. I keep telling you to stop doing work. But, like, you kind of, you were.
1: I didn't want to do it necessarily. Yeah. But I was doing it.
0: And then also, imagine, like, now.
1: Oh, no. I think, fair place for it, I definitely wouldn't want to do it. I mean, don't get it wrong. Like, all these things. If I had to, I would, and I could because you step up when you have to. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to. No. I also wouldn't really want to because I wouldn't want to not be with her or to have her be my focus. I guess like it's nice being able to have her be my sole focus because, you know, she's the, the most amazing thing and it's a precious gift. and I love being able to have that time of focusing on her,
0: but if I had to go back to work, I could do it. But also one of the things that's quite interesting is she pointed out that people always come up to her and as women always come up to her and say oh my it's so amazing that you've managed to have it all Mm -hmm. and then she kind of often corrects them and sort of says no it wasn't me that did this all you know my husband's basically a full-time parent incredibly supportive Mm -hmm. and obviously she's going to have like people around her as well she's she's the prime minister of new zealand
1: no she's probably got help well yeah no one ever sees anything by themselves do they
0: well you wouldn't have got pregnant by yourself
1: I definitely wouldn't have, no. Um, no, you always have to have a support network. You can't do anything by yourself. You know, if I will say I was too about to work now, you would need to do more like whether that when you didn't go to work or whatever it was like.
0: You don't
1: earn enough love. Well, know I don't. know if, if, I, if, I, <laughs> if, I, if I did.
0: If you earn 100k, I'll, I'll, no, if you earn 150k, so I'll, I'll retire. I'll be full time dad.
1: Well, I don't want either of us to do that. I don't even want our children to be our f- sole focus.
0: I didn't say there would be <laughs> but that's what i only <laughs> there'd be my prime focus there wouldn't be my sole focus um
1: but yeah that's how it has to be like you know like when i go back to work you're not going to work
0: yeah but that's also because within the maternity period it's yeah like within that nine month window
1: yeah but so it can be shared i'm just saying yeah. generally someone has to do more do in different areas At that point, you know, she won't be needing my boobies as much. Well, she will for a while.
0: Do we have any other points to discuss from the week?
1: Oh, sorry. My little nipple covers are ticking in.
0: I guess this is something that we brought up in one of the beginning episodes, but I haven't really updated on. I think one of the first episodes, you had cabbage in your tent, didn't you?
1: I did have cabbage. I've upgraded from Savoy cabbage to. Silver. Silver. The yeah. Silver nipple covers. You've and got look, the like silver. Tiny X. little bowls. Tiny yeah, little the silver, silver X. Bombs X. That just go onto my nipples. And you
0: and your doorbell nurse had to go for the maxi size, didn't you? I did.
1: Yeah. But my nipples are never not erect anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that stops after you, when you stop breastfeeding or well, that's just for the rest of my life, just having erect right nipples now. But I've got like you. a good sort of like centimetre, centimetre and a half.
0: Boing.
1: Yeah. I'll just out nipple. Always. I'll make it really difficult when I get out of the shower and I'm drying myself because when the towel rubs over them, Ooh. I'm like, oh no. So I have to shower. I have to dry myself leaning forward like this. So I'm bent over, drying myself. So the <laughs> towel falls away from my body. So it doesn't go touch my nipples. And then to dry my nipples, I just hold the towel and just cup like this. I just pat, I pat dry my boobies just to avoid any rubbing. And the old nipples. Savage. Yeah. Just another one of the glamorous elements of early motherhood.
0: Yeah. Anything more on your silver excess cabbages or are we done?
1: I think cabbage did help, but it did make you smell cabbagey at a point where I already feel like I smell weird. And che-
0: surely it's like cabbagey cheesy as well. It's not just. Cabbage-y. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, the boo milk smell, it's not cheesy, it's just like more like acidic. Must be in there a oh. while. It's quite an acidic well
0: That's an oddity, eh?
1: So acidic cabbage. Nice. Acid cabbage could be like a weird band. Hey, yeah. I don't know, are acid cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what genre? I think definitely electro of some kind, yeah? Mm. Or like or like those bands that are a band but verge on the electro version.
1: Remember that like vegan electro.
0: Vegan <laughs> 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 electro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's like that pious, like they always have a real, like, cool message where it's like, eat your greens
0: while taking acid. (laughs) Spiritual awakening, healthy.
1: Absolutely. Mix some, like, LSD with your spirulina.
0: (laughs) So, you recommend silverettes above the cabbage?
1: I think cabbage works well, and definitely, if if you want to be on a budget, much better.
0: I mean, people say that, but they're only like 30 quid the silverettes. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Talking about 25 to 35. Yeah, just saying. I guess there is a lot of shit that you end up buying when yeah. you first get a baby. Cabbage much cheaper. And it's not that high of a priority, um,
1: so. And if you've got a dog, you feed them to your dog.
0: Hey, everyone. So, it's quarter to five. I've been up since half two. And I thought to myself, Oh. I haven't asked these lovely listeners to review the podcast. So, thank you for all listening. Thank you for your time. And if you've liked it, please leave us a review. <laughs> so, my funny is probably Tuesday night when we were sleeping. And we were... <laughs> so we decided to try and do our split largely in bed. Or, no, how did we do the split? Oh, yeah, we did two hours. I I was awake for... Nine till eight till eleven while you're in bed, and then you were awake from eleven till five while I was asleep, and then you were asleep from five till eight while I was awake. But and we both spent, I spent my much of my six hours or however long it is, constantly waking up, going, Is it my turn? and you also spent much of your time constantly waking up, going, Is it my turn?
1: And I kept hearing thinking I was hearing you coming up the stairs because you were downstairs. I kept thinking I was hearing you walk up the stairs.
0: But I just love how we're so tired, but yet we just keep being like, oh, you need to go look after the boat. I just find it so odd that it's so, this obligation is so wired.
1: And also we're just deeply neurotic people anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So that, yeah.
1: that combination together, because we're going to be like, we must be make sure we're doing our part. Yeah to so add that together beautiful mix
0: but yeah i'd keep waking up being like is it my turn and you'd be like no go back to sleep and then when i came in to see you later and i was like oh, how do you sleep you're like rubbish i kept thinking it was my turn and waking up <laughs> so there we were trying to create this brilliant sleeping pattern and no you're working no.
1: i mean last night at one point you already didn't wake up too many times actually when i had her at one point you're like have you got her i need to i need to i need to go to the toilet i was like what do you mean He's like, like you like, can you go, can you grab her, please? And I was like, where, f- where from where? She's in my arms. And you thought she was rolling around in the bed. I was like, why would I leave her in the bed?
0: You just let her roll about the place, you do, you free <laughs> spirit.
1: I thought she's not there. And you're like, really? I was like, yeah, you can, you can open the zuve.
0: And wasn't <laughs> I like fanning about with a pillow at one point thinking it was That was her? a different
1: day. A different day you were cradling it.
0: <laughs> no, was that the tuesday night no
1: i don't know they'll blur into one darling
0: yeah oh yeah so i oh it was a weird one i thought i was looking after her i thought the pillow was her i was cradling the pillow <laughs> then i realized the pillow wasn't her and then, oh it was all over the place that one and you were just there laughing at me yeah of course
1: <laughs> yeah, it was of you said you did not want a dating partner
0: no i agree but it's just when you're there, basically having a breakdown, <laughs> your on it's the other love. side. Of the bed, I agree. That was the whole message of this podcast. Was parenting's not going to be easy, but let's at least laugh about it. Yeah. So.
1: Like we need to pick up one of my blood clots on the floor. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Just dropped a blood clot in the bathroom. <laughs> Strain out the funny, nice big juicy blood clot.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Bits of my body falling out. It's dropping out. <laughs> Like so if we pass that stage now and then more we'll blood clots are dropping on the floor
0: So how about you I'll come back to my others You choose one to go high low got I've got them, they're not great no, What's my
1: high? I think yesterday was a really good day Just that I would say the whole of yesterday
0: Other than one little bit, hey Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know if that's my really low or not, but that's not my really low. But anyway, we spent the whole day out with Jess. Um she had her longest day out yesterday. She was she was out for like sort of ten hours. Drove over to my mum's, had a little coffee with my mum, and then we drove down to Bristol to see my granny. So her great granny. I spent the day with her, she was really good. She's slept well, fed well, was just generally a charming little baby. Went back to mum, thought to see my sis. She was great again. Came back home, she's all good. She's fed well again, slept well. She was just generally a nice baby today um, although when I was at my mum's got out of the car walking down the alleyway to get to her and it was slimy oh. as fuck like you know mossy algae like path didn't realise I was wearing flip flops because everyone wears flip flops in November <laughs> yeah. and slipped over and obviously you go into a massive panic. over are like protect that baby and so you go fuck me it doesn't matter if I die but this baby must be safe when like Flipped down, scratched down my foot, cracked down to my knee, and then started falling back and went, no. So I took the brunt of it on my hip. She was absolutely fine. She slept through the whole thing. (laughs) And I was just like on the crumpled pile on the floor. This woman just walked past looking at me. She walked
0: past and what a bitch.
1: And I was like, yep, don't worry. I just like sitting on the wet floor with my baby. It's fine. Since I've got myself out of my mother's, but obviously your heart is like pumping through your chest, like, because obviously you're thinking, God, that could have, you know, could have gone so badly wrong. But yeah, she's all good. I've now fucked my knee; it's really sore. <laughs> There's my hip and toe. I think the bruises are on the way, and they, they're going to blossom because I bruise very easily. There were some pretty hefty hits, so that's going to be a good look. I was actually, I was actually unbruised for the first time, Like ever. <laughs> That didn't last long.
0: So is that your high and your low in one?
1: I don't think it was that like my low. I mean, it would have been low if like, she'd actually hurt herself. Yeah. And it was panicky. I wouldn't it was a low. I know. I actually, I had quite a, a low day the other day, actually. So I've had whole days for my good temper. birth. And like, Thursday, after she, she'd had the time, so that was all grand and everything. But I was just thinking I was just quite tired that day. And just having, I don't know, it was just a low day.
0: Well, it was a big day for you. Like, you were out 10 hours. You've got to remember that you've kind of gone from basically not, being not, a being a walking not tongue tie
1: day, not Thursday. Oh, antennas. on Thursday, sorry, yeah. Um, went out for a few hours, just get a snip done, and then yeah. we came back. But yeah, don't know. Low day, just wandering mm, around. Mm. One point I was wandering around Tesco's with her, just because I was just like trying to get to calm down, and I just kept almost crying while picking up
0: things. I oh like, no, you didn't tell me about this.
1: Well, oh, you, you came home late. So, and then the next day I was out. Yeah. Yeah, nothing particularly bad, you know, you're just feeling a bit, like, yeah. just a bit shit. Flopsy. I was just like, oh, I'm not
0: doing a regular drama. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just really. felt like one of those days you we were just not really doing very well. I think we're doing an all right job. I think we are. It was just one of those days where your head's in the wrong space. Yeah. Woke up yesterday, I felt grand.
0: I think that's the weird thing, isn't it? That like you are just going to have those days, irrespective of how well you're doing, it, where you just kind of d- the self-doubt of am I doing? yeah, and I then do-
1: throwing a headlock, sleep tap. Yeah, and for me, massive hormonal changes all the time.
0: It's a potent mix. Definitely, I think my height. I was thinking about this the other day and I was just kind of like, well, I was thinking about it today. I don't really appreciate how not easy, but smooth it's been. Mm. Like other than the tongue tie thing, everything else has just been, you know, the labor and everything like It wasn't the labor you wanted, but no, fine even though that. I can't recount of it sounds almost kind of traumatic in terms of. The stuff like the stitching. All these things aren't really, like, no. horrendous. They just could have been a bit of a inconvenience. But there are, you know, some people, you know, like your friends, mm. have some real traumatic times with labour and then babies being colicky, jaundicey.
1: I mean, colic could still come for us.
0: Yeah, it could still come for us, but, you know, we're doing well. Count your blessings while you got them. Yeah, I agree. And so I think... I think I've kind of been trying to be a bit more appreciative of that. I
1: think it's important to count your blessings, I think, even when those times happen. Yeah. I think we're still incredibly lucky. You know, we've got each other, we love each other, we're supportive of each other. Yeah, at the moment, we're not getting intimacy in our relationship, which, you know, is hard because we're used to having that. You know, we've been together for almost nine years and because we've never had a baby until this point, point, that's...
0: And it's something that we both really value.
1: Yeah, we do both really value it. That's why it was nice we got like even that ten minutes of cuddling this morning. Yeah. And so that's a struggle, but we know that will come back. We know it's only temporary. <coughs> and it's just sort point of that you have to accept of what it is. So, sorry, this isn't this isn't the time of lots of intimacy in our relationship. But we've got a strong enough relationship that will be we'll be fine. I'm saying all this, hoping that you feel the same.
0: No, I do. I do. Yeah. I just, again, it's one of those things that makes me want to push to try and get her to sleep better sooner, so that we can have her in that next to me, and then we can have more so You know, we can spoon while she's safe lying in the next to me, where it's not, it's not something kind of a case of oh you're on or that it's your turn, my turn, and then almost doing because we effectively almost have a relay her night times of relays with mother baton as the baby and sleep is so valuable that the idea of kind of waking up 15 minutes early so that we can have a snuggle or vice versa it's kind of a bit like you know what's more important
1: i mean i'd happily take a 15 minute cut for a snuggle yeah i don't mind that Everybody says 15 minutes is gonna make no difference so i'd definitely take a 15 minute cut from a sleep for a friend that's never done.
0: Remember that.
1: Having a little morning erection poking me in the bum. For <laughs> so your huge morning erection. you <laughs> It's
0: gonna make me blush in my voice.
1: <laughs> and I think now I feel much more comfortable with how she's now, how she's eating and stuff. I think we you know we can look into going on a date and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think that. So this is actually my low kind of trying to get I've not been great in the night feeds I've struggled with trying to get her to keep it down and I think that you know if we were to go on a date or something mm. who would it be that would bottle feed her and are they pulling mum yeah. yeah I guess your mum's your mum's well enough experienced so has it's been a while though since she's bottle fed a baby you no know?
1: she's amazing little
0: oh yeah that's true it's just she so my low, I guess, is is the amount of time she's just been sick during the night just because you've kind of just woken up from sleep or you're incredibly groggy and tired and you're kind of dozing off while you're trying to feed her. So you're trying to find something else that'll stimulate you because mm. just a bottle to a baby's face isn't gonna keep you awake. So you put something on the telly or you've got like Instagram on your phone or you've got Pokemon the training card game going. They need to sponsor me. <laughs> and then you kind of, but you're not, but you're also too tired to multitask. You can't do that kind of half and half thing. So you just end up focusing on one and the next thing you go, Oh shit, how long have I kind of given her the bottle? You take the bottle away. You kind of then do the burping and stuff like that. She's not sick then. So you're like, Oh, I'm in the clear. You wait a little bit, she starts crying. You go, okay, bottle feed her again. And then like 10, 15 minutes later, she's feeling really sleepy. Like there was one moment where was actually quite worrying this week she's kind of sleeping and you go, oh, okay, I'll go put her in the nest. Mm-hmm. She's in the nest. I came along I was like, okay, she's still sleeping. I laid down on the sofa and the next thing I heard was spluttering. I was like, that sounded a bit odd. I should probably go check on it. And she'd just been sick, kind of all down herself. And, and I was sick while she was lying there and sleeping. And so I guess the, it's just kind of being better at those nighttime feeds in terms of, I think the easy win is those, those pauses between certain amounts of feed like you know i'm doing i'm currently doing 10 minutes after every 30 mil or something and it does mean that it even means that like after the first 30 mil she'll just scream at me for for the 10 minutes until the next 30 mil and then after the second 30 mil she just falls asleep so you have to wake her and that that one is i find is more of a risk because
1: yeah but if she falls asleep, do you wake her no no
0: Okay, because I found that the problem can be that if I try and feed her when she's not actively looking for a feed.
1: Yeah, don't you do that?
0: Oh, okay. I just assumed that you know the oh. the, the feed sizes are meant to be ninety that, that, to one Every
1: time when she feeds more, for time she feeds less. Yeah. You know, and then you give her a feed. But yeah, if she doesn't want it all, doesn't you? Don't need to give it to her all.
0: But yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing that I feel most guilty about is when she's kind of sick.
1: I get that. I think that's just babies are sick. Yeah, I think you know, baby Charlotte. Just because she's not generally sick, I think we find it more shocking.
0: Well, it's not just that. If babies are meant to be eating every sort of two, three hours, she'll be sick, but she won't. All right. Hopefully, that'll help decrease the, the vomiting. The scone also. I've been I'm also remembering to just always do one the main feed. With the going to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's but fine
1: because scone. generally, if I fed her before you get her.
0: And I'll always do that one as a one twenty mil because that's the minimum for the gas Yeah. And there's five hours generally that you're on shift. Yeah. She, she she might only
1: have one feed. Yeah. And then when you hand her back to me, I feed it straight away because at that point my boobs are like I need to feed her anyway. Popping. Um. And so I think that's how you can focus on it. You're not stressing yourself out. And it's not like she's underweight anymore. No. She's not losing weight. She's gaining weight. Well. So what? Right. So what? Let's see. What was my funny? Oh, pretty... oh yeah. I was just trying to check if she needed to have an nappy change earlier. So you know, undid her baby grow, just pulled her nappy to one side. But then, as I was checking, she then started firing loads of wee out at me.
0: Firing it through that. Firing.
1: Here. It's quite. It's quite propulsive. Because normally she like a sort of a sort of waterfall. Is it like a little yeah. limp waterfall?
0: Yeah, it just looks like something's overflowing. Yeah, Like you filled your jug too much. Yeah, but this is quite a... Really? Just gave it some power. give it some willy. Showing off the pelvic floor to you. Yeah,
1: just like, hey, you don't have any more, mum. <laughs> I destroyed this for you. I have started my pelvic floor training this week.
0: How are you finding that?
1: I mean, depressing, in the sense that I don't have any anymore. Like, normally where I've used to able to... Like, I, well, you know, it's not true. It is there, but it's just so weak compared to what it used to be. Like you're doing all these sort of exercises or sort of, sort of clenching and it sort of see, should tell you like imagine a blueberry that out, you know, opening a your vagina that you know you're sucking this blueberry in. Yeah, and I
0: then... can't. I just can't visualise that. Someone even oh. said that supposedly you do the same for men. And oh. I was like, it just wouldn't resonate with me sucking a blueberry into my jacket. Well, I think,
1: well, what they is they say imagining like you're stopping yourself mid-flow. That's what it is. So
0: like Well, I like... actually practice that though on the when I'm weeing. Well, yeah, that's good. But what's the difference between that and like the key isn't that also powered by your key galaxy i think it's all size i think chloe was correcting me if someone else i'm pretty sure it's the same but never mind okay so you're sucking blueberries in your vag
1: yeah i'm full of blueberries now <laughs> so uh, i i just take it literally for some reason i can't wait <laughs> yeah so you know sort of, like, you do like glue bridges and things and sort of imagine like all, all sort of all the tightening and sucking and pulling in and you do it on your exhale so as you, you sort of pull it in um but yeah it, you can definitely feel it. Like if it feels a bit sore afterwards. Like doing glute bridges and stuff, which like body weight glute bridges generally, not a challenge, but feel much more of a challenge now.
0: So just so that people kind of know, because obviously it's something that everyone hears about but doesn't really understand what's required. What what is kind of the program to get back? You know, to go from from where you are to getting your pelvic floor back.
1: When I'm just starting, it's consistency like most things.
0: But I mean, you've got a program now that you've bought from somebody. For something. Oh, yeah. What's the kind of expectations in that program for you?
1: Well, that program for like it focuses on your pelvic floor and your abdominals particularly. Well, yeah, so the program that I started on is, you know, your first week is just actually you practicing. So you're focusing on your breathing and how to breathe and engage properly. That's just the first week of practicing. So like, how to breathe and engage your pelvic floor and core properly. And the next week you start moving on to doing actual exercises. It's like three times a week you do exercises to focus on strengthening your pelvic floor and your core.
0: And how long is the, pro- how long is the exercise? the? five weeks. Oh. oh, so it's five weeks. Okay. Five yeah. weeks. And how many do you do a week? Three? Yeah. And how long's each workout?
1: I don't know. I think they're probably about half an hour.
0: Oh, really? That's quite long. So it's proper workout. It's yeah. not just kind of like specific exercises for... Okay, I would have just assumed that it was like five ten minute exercises that you do daily kind of thing.
1: I mean, you do it alongside other stuff, I think, because obviously you would want to work out the rest of your body, and it'll yeah. do sort of like your
0: your your
1: do your core, probably do a bit of your glute with that, and lower back, obviously, that's all that sort of area.
0: But you'd need to do stuff to
1: work out the rest of your
0: body. Speaking of which, six week check ins next week. Some point is that, no, that we're we after. Be after? Okay.
1: After your birthday, it's that Monday.
0: Garage to have our car service.
1: Uh, see so yeah, if that's when I can hate that If the doctor's like, yeah, you're all good, and I like, can start exercising.
0: And go back to doing them deadlifts, them squats, them, you know, get back into your strongman routine and want to see them... My strongman routine? Yeah, yeah, power cleans and all sorts. <laughs> want we'll to get you back on the powerlifting stage.
1: Because I've been there so many times at powerlifting stage.
0: No, I'm just joking, because it's obviously such a... 180 from where you are now to go from kind of basically not being able to do anything for over nine months well i guess you didn't realize you're pregnant immediately but what seven months at minimum at least and then to being yeah to then being active i'll be quite interested. interesting one to go back
1: yeah okay yeah, obviously I, I just i felt so rough at the beginning of the pregnancy i didn't do anything and then afterwards Felt too knackered, and I was always quite scared throughout the whole pregnancy because of our miscarriage that we had before. I was always yeah. quite scared to do exercise. Even though I know it's fine, there's still parts through this like, oh, you know, push out, you know, lots of neuroticisms. But a large part of my training now is I want to train ready for our next pregnancy, because hopefully, you know, we'd like to have another baby. That we would. You know, not for like a couple of years, but want to get my body strong because now for my last in this pregnancy I know where is areas suffer yeah and so I want to make sure I strengthen those ready for it so like really working on like my posterior chain so like my back and my glutes and my popping ass absolutely get that um, bigger ass and, and like my hip flexors because my hips got really sore didn't they
0: yeah
1: being tall it's longer levers your hips suffer a lot more so I want to make sure I work on that strengthening that quite a lot so the next time my body hopefully better equipped <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't have any sketch out from this week i don't think
0: no okay so we're ready for the public sketch
1: <laughs> sketchy
0: boobs okay here we go from the lovely people of reddit this is from Pants. so he says okay yeah. we've been pretty lucky so far with the occasional blowout and that's on us we sized up diapers before she was ready when my nephew was a baby, he had projectile diarrhea on the walls, curtains, everything. My sister's That's
1: some real force. Yeah,
0: yeah. My sister's dog came in and started eating it. My brother-in-law took the dog downstairs to clean his mouth and brush his teeth. And at that point, the dog vomited the poop back up on him. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> rough, isn't it? That's a rough
0: day. <laughs> he ends up with literally something from a sitcom. That is just, yeah, can you imagine? You're like, oh, no, uh... poor baby's got project- poor baby's got projectile diarrhea. Let's try and clean that up. You're going to be feeling real bad. You're going to be hurrying around. Scurrying. You're, you're going to be that mixture of kind of feeling guilty but pissed off at the same time. Mm. And then your dog starts eating it. That just elevates that kind of guilt and pissed off because you're like oh, my dog shouldn't eat diarrhoea. And slightly Why, disgusted as eating? well. Yeah, undisgusted. And then you go to clean it, and then you just, and then it, I guess you stop feeling guilty once your dog vomits on you. You're just going to be fully pissed off and disgusted at that point. What a roller coaster of an afternoon that would have been, eh?
1: Yeah, I'm really glad the fact he's not showing an interest in eating the poo yet. Oh, he
0: has? Every time she poots, when I'm changing, I can tell when he's... When oh, he just so come clear. near, yeah. He comes over and really digs his nose in to try and smell what's going on. He... He's, inter- he's not tried to eat it, as we yeah. say, but he's in. I, I, I've started yeah, to kind interested. of know when it's a poo because he really. He piques an interest, yeah. He rummages his head as far into a nappy as he can get it to the point that I'm probably like, that's a bit invasive, Pop. Let's move your head out of there.
1: Yes, yeah, but much. You've got to learn to be a bit gentle. Yeah. She got to meet mum's dogs this week she did, Nancy yeah. and Sid. Nancy was licking your face in your ear and she quite liked it, actually. She gave a little giggle. To she? Well, be cool, but like you know, like a little. Oh, I missed that. Um, I was like, i have just gonna like it, and then Sid just sat there watching her because Sid absolutely loved anything that's a baby. A farty, farty
0: girl. I've been fine as well, so she must have enjoyed the little ramblings. I was a mum quietly, Or does she just pop off? do not you? She doesn't have any embarrassment about it yet, so she shouldn't. We've probably
1: blabbed on enough for this week, haven't we?
0: Thank you very much, lovely people.
1: Yeah, been. I mean been an interesting whole week. My boobers are starting to feel a little bit full, so I can she'll be up for a feed soon. Laters. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs> Hi my lovelies. Thank you for listening. Can you please like, review and subscribe to our podcast?